It's trash day, I'm putting you out, it's trash day. Putting you out, it's trash day, putting you out of my mind. It's trash day, I'm putting you out, it's trash day, I'm putting you out, trash day, I'm putting you out of my mind. Now I'm gonna clean up, now I'm gonna clean up, now I'm gonna clean up the house. Taking all your garbage, taking all your garbage, taking all your garbage. <clears throat> Finally, the Paul has come back to Can Crushers. Who invited you? You know, Mark, I know that the millions and millions of Can Crusher fans has missed the garbage slinging, beer drinking, best intro Mac Daddy of them all. And I'm just here to say... It's Can Crusher Day! I'm glad I have sliding glass doors because I don't know how the hell your head is going to fit out this <laughs> freaking house that you're back. First of all, welcome back. It, it, it's been two weeks of misery without you. I'm sorry. I, had, I was real sick with the flu the first week and the second week... We had a football meeting on Tuesday night, and they were meet- the junior high kids were meeting, and I had to be there. I wanted to, I want to get to know these kids. It, like season's coming up, so it's time to get to work for football. And this was high school football. I still have regular football. My football that starts this week. Well, the the kickoff classic, which is week zero, is starting this week, and then next week we start our regular season. So. It's going to be a busy, busy time I Can Crusher Nation. I didn't know if you went seeking future talent for us or well, where you were going. I, no, you know, management didn't leave any notes. I was, I had a little talk with my manager, Paul Heyman, and he just said, come back for now. But there's, oh, for there's, now. there's things in the work. Oh, there's things in the work. I don't even like that idea. So, uh, I, I would love to have the beer to you, but... We have horrible news again in wrestling. Wait, I got I got this. It's a tropical dream from Triple Nickel Distillery, and it's twenty percent alcohol by volume. It's I we stopped there the other night. It's out of Penfield, Pennsylvania. Um, we stopped there the other day, tried some. This is there, making up for your two six packs that you owe. Yeah. There's a little bit of a, they're, they're sponsoring our football team, and I'm like, well, I'm going to buy one of these, and I figured we could try this, so let's do a shot. For you coming back. No. But, okay, yeah, we'll do a shot for me Shot for back. you coming back. The beer is definitely safe for somebody else. Salute. Salute. Wow. Yeah. That's making the picture today. That's, that's delicious. It's really Granted, good. Granted, if we sit here and drink the rest of these. No, that's a bad idea. One shot. And that'll be for special occasions, I'm guessing. Or if I leave it here and you just polish off the whole bottle. Well, that might happen this weekend because we more to come on that. More to come on that. But the beer... More to that in a minute. I see some things have never changed. Uh, we have a beer brought to you by Swanson's Auto Body and Customs. And it is called Ellison Day Glow. IPA. This is pretty. This is a pretty dope bottle. It, it is. It reflects... There's a tiger shooting laser beams out of his damn eyes. It is 7.4%. It's an American IPA, like I said, from Seattle. Uh, we have not had this. It says, Day Glow crashes the party with juicy beets of hops dripping with tropical sunny... Sunshiny it, mosaic. Yep. 
sparkling with touches of El Dorando and... That word's cut off. Centennial? Centennial. It's not on my phone. Oh, it contains wheat. Alcohol 7.4% by volume. Um, the, the ranking on it on... How did you stutter through El Dorado? I... It's Spanish for the Dorado. I've stud- I stuttered through my life recently, Paul, if you've not caught on. Oh. Uh, it's gotten got a lot of nice reviews on the, the Beer Advocate page that we have now kind of been involved in a little bit. Oh, I not see, as can crunchers, just uh, some of the friends said you have to do this. This is the best way to rank them. Oh, that's cool. That's a good idea. It's Mike Hanley, by the way. Mike- oh, thanks, Mike. Yeah. So let's take this. Well, what are we drinking well, we for? We're going to open them first. What are we drinking for, Haas? Well, King Kong Bundy passed away. There uh, the professor has a great little synopsis about everything, so this is for King Kong Bundy, and we're drinking five today. Five? He, when he pinned people, he oh. made them count to five. Oh, Jesus. Paul has not watched wrestling in three weeks. That's not true. Ooh. Ooh. I don't the bottle's cool. The bottle's cool. Uh, but, geez, we had Tropical Dream. We've got a tropical blend of El Dorado Whoa. and Centennial. This is a little rough. It's but rough, rough, rough. Hopefully this brings in the sunshine. I sure as hell hope so. It's been negative ass out recently, and it is not good. Mickey's happy you're back. He hasn't eaten in two weeks, as uh, you can tell. That's okay. At least he's eating now. That's all that matters. So, a lot going on in the wrestling world. Like, Dolph Ziggler now off TV for a while because he wanted to be an agent, but he didn't accept. So, no storylines for oh. Dolph Ziggler. Uh, I was you, wondering where the Dolph has been. I thought I figured probably another concussion, but... A lot. Yeah, speaking of injuries. Speaking of injuries. Uh, injuries galore. Champa. Champa. Yeah. Done. For... Foreseeable future. Yeah. It says 8 to 14 months. Yeah. Next surgery, going to be dropping the NXT title. You put it on Adam Cole, right? Uh, do you? Or is it time to dream? Dream's got North American right now. Well, you never know what's going to happen. Stuff could change. Stuff could I, change. I, I agree. because no, you need to bring Adam Cole and the dream up. Not, yeah. Not going to lie. I love seeing Ricochet and... Black and yeah, yeah. See, if you listen last week, I love that they're there, but they're well, they're in a storyline at least now. now. Now, for two weeks, they weren't. But these guys need to be separated. They're not a tag team. No, they don't. They don't tag team. I mean, they tag team well together, but their storylines are nothing alike. Right, right. One's a killer, and one is a flipper. Right. So wow. Yeah. So, uh, real quick, get back to Bundy. Some memories from King Kong Bundy from you. Um, there aren't many because it, he was, I was real young when he was coming up through. Like, I I think maybe, was he in St. Mary's that time? Or that Bash and Booger was there and right. was King Kong Bundy there? Bundy was in Johnsonburg. Okay, I, did, I didn't see that one. Okay. WrestleMania 2, the steel cage match with Hogan. You know, one of his biggest matches, uh... Like I said, John touches on it a lot, and he, he does a good job, so we'll send it over to that in a second. But just one of the biggest big men, and, you know, he wasn't flipping like Bam Bam or anything, but he sold everything. He His Heenan work, when he was with Heenan, was, I think, some of his best. And I didn't know he had hair. Forever. 
it, <laughs> early stages as Chris, he had hair, and he looked like a completely different person. Completely different. Nothing. Nothing. Crickets. Sorry, bud. I, right. I don't really remember him that much. That's all right. That's all right. All right. We're going to send it over with the professor, and then we'll be back to talk about Raw and SmackDown and make our fast lane picks. Thank God he showed back up to lose another six-pack. Great. Maybe you're old enough to remember his alternating names of Chris Canyon and Chris Cannon in the early 80s. Perhaps your introduction to Christopher Allen Pally's was his Big Daddy Bundy in Dallas, a giant babyface groomed and developed by the Von Erich family until being lured into Playboy Gary Hart's stable. But we all remember King Kong Bundy, a behemoth whose power was so devastating that even an additional two seconds added to a pin were not enough for his opponent to escape. Sadly, we fans lost King Kong Bundy this Monday, March 4th. I had caught glimpses of Bundy in magazines and through blurred UHF channels as he feuded with his former Legion of Doom stable members, the Road Warriors, in Georgia and the AWA. I never liked the Road Warriors, so I enjoyed seeing a big guy who was able to fight them simultaneously and overpower them. By the time he got to the WWF television in March of 1985 and obliterated Mario Mancini, I knew enough about Bundy to pay attention. I wouldn't say I was a fan yet. I thought the combination of a Dracula cape and sunglasses was weird, and I didn't like the pairing with Jimmy Hart as his manager. A few weeks later, he crushed longtime ring veteran S.D. Jones in record-setting nine seconds at the inaugural WrestleMania. It didn't take long for Bundy to be put into a program with Andre the Giant billed as the Colossal Jostle. If you've never seen that match, or if you've forgotten about it, watch it. It is an underrated big man match. I officially became a King Kong Bundy fan in August of 1985 when my favorite wrestler, Big John Studd, was wrestling Andre the Giant at Toronto's Maple Leaf Gardens. Studd took a slam and was getting a haircut when Bundy stomped towards the ring and put a huge double axe handle between Andre's shoulder blades. What followed would become known as the Big Splash as John Studd held Andre's legs and Bundy delivered a series of splashes. When wrestling with my friends on the street or on the school playground, my friend Joe and I were King Kong Bundy and Big John Studd, respectively. It took a couple of matches for us to decide that's who we wanted to be. No other team felt right, which is why we kept changing who we were. But once we settled on Bundy and Studd, we became an unstoppable force capable of destroying all other teams. We had continuity other teams just didn't have. I once lifted an opponent in a bear hug and took him towards my corner. I said, Joe! because that's his real name. And Joe slash Bundy used his shoulder to sandwich this kid between us. Then, without letting go of the bear hug, I held out my hand for Bundy's tag, keeping our adversary on our half of the ring. We even righted history by beating our neighborhood's version of the British Bulldogs for the World Tag Team Championship. Keep in mind that in an era of major monster heels, Bundy consistently feuded with all of the top good guys, including Andre the Giant, Hulk Hogan, Paul Orndorff, and the Hillbillies. And in a time when not everyone won a title, let alone multiple titles, King Kong Bundy came close a few times to beating Hulk Hogan for the World Championship and to becoming a tag team champion with Stud. In a business full of giants, Bundy was, as Gorilla Monsoon so perfectly put it, a walking condominium. And in today's English Tip of the Week, we'll discuss when to use a hyphen between words. A hyphen joins words together that are being used as a single descriptor.
For example, King Kong Bundy crushed Special Delivery Jones in record-setting time. There needs to be a hyphen between record and setting. Record and setting have come together as an adjective to modify time. Another example would be King Kong Bundy delivered a back-breaking avalanche to his opponent. The words back and breaking come together to describe the severity of the avalanche and require a hyphen between them. And one last example, King Kong Bundy is an all-time favorite. All and time come together with the hyphen to describe how much of a favorite King Kong Bundy was. And with that, class, you're dismissed. Since we're reunited, Mark, speaking of reunited, guess who else is trying to reunite? Yeah, and Paul, I was excited Roman made his surprise visit last week and came back and told everybody the amazing remission. news. Yeah, that's awesome news. Awesome news that he's back in remission. But why are they reuniting the Shield? One if more time before to... Dino's gone. Okay, but Dino's gone, and then you got Seth versus Brock at WrestleMania, and that's Roman's belt. Right. I, is he going to get? In... There's a lot going on with McMahon. He's just pulling people out and saying, "You're in the match, not him. You're in the match, not this one." You're Which in the... wait till we get to SmackDown because I am furious about it. Good, even though you look like Kevin Owens. Yes. So, Rowan's the first out on Raw, and like I said, I'm glad he's back, but welcome back. It's back to the Roman show. Oh, yeah. And they're calling for, or Seth comes out, and then they're calling for Dean Ambrose to reunite. Let's get back to being the best of buds that we always were. The three musketeers. Three amigos. The three the, yeah. headless horsemen, the three stooges. What other three do you have? That's a oh, three blind mice, really. Three blind mice, nice. And Dean, they actually find Dean, and Dean says, "Hey, I got other business to worry about tonight because he's worried about Elias. Yeah, because Elias had just crushed another guitar over On, him, over Ambrose. Yeah. So now we come out with the bad shield, which is Drew, Corbin, and Bob. Right. And they're just talking about later on tonight they're going to beat the snot out of Angle, Braun, and Finn. and Which they, didn't happen very much. It wasn't later on. It was like right, right then. It was a backstage interview and let's just go show how everybody how powerful we are. Yeah. And they destroyed the three, Finn, Angle, and Braun. They literally do. What? I, don't, I don't understand what's Your going IC on. Your IC title's getting buried. Yeah. With three, like, there's no need for this. No, there's not. There, there really isn't. And does this come to a head at Fastlane? We'll talk about that when we get to Fastlane. Uh, spoiler, I think it does. I think all this comes to a head at Fastlane. But they don't, none of them have a match at Fastlane. Yeah, they do. It's Drew, Corbin, and Bob against the Shield. Oh, I didn't, that wasn't on my, that wasn't on the list that I wrote down earlier. My bad. Oh, what the hell list you wrote down then, Paul? I don't know. Maybe we probably should double check that before we get into it because. We probably should. All right. Well, so nonetheless, Leo went. Did you see Leo go through the barrier from Braun? Yes. Literally crushed him. Like, I think that's a way to write Leo out of this for a while. Leo maybe. Uh, back to pancake. 205. Ba- back to 205. 205 for a while. So that, that was a gist of that. Uh, your boys, Heavy Machinery, come out, and Paul, I hate these guys. 
Why do you hate heavy machinery? You have to unlock the door first to let the oh. dog out. How can you hate heavy machinery? Um, because they're nothing but a shtick. No, they're fantastic. No. Mark, they just beat three of the best tag teams in Raw. Raw. The B team, the Ascension. B team, B team, go, go, go. Right. And who is the other one? Um, what are we going to call Hawkins and Ryder? The losers. No, that's not nice. It's true. The rough, the rough patch. Let's the, call them the rough patch. The rough patch is correct because they are continuing to. Uh, we're skipping all over the place because the match didn't happen yet. But uh, when we get there, we're just going to fly over it. Stakes and weights, baby. Stakes and weights. He just reminds me of somebody too much that I just can't stand, and that's why I don't like Otis. Me? Not you. Not not you. No. Just reminds me of this beer. They're getting a push because they're helping people, which I like. This props to them. They're getting a push because they stay after the event and help the crew clean up and do things. That's awesome. Good for them. Yeah. But, but. What are you butting? What, why do you not? I don't understand why you don't like them. They're fantastic. And this is what we were talking about just not even two, three episodes ago. How WWE needs to bring back more like personas. Not just having a guy like Bob where he has no stick. Heavy Machinery has a stick. They have the Caterpillar. They, got, they do some Bushwhacker stuff. And this is what we wanted. And now all of a sudden this isn't what Mark wants. Nope, not from them. Wow. I don't know. Uh, they just give me a sour taste. I just... Ever since he came out, he could talk on NXT. He, he still could, can talk. He talks like this. He talks like he's got something excited. jammed up his ass. He's and he's an idiot. The man's excited. No, he's horrible. Nonetheless, not against Ruby with the squad. This is old. I'm so tired of this. No, it's old. Lacey Evans. Why? Why? Why can she not do anything from sooner, Royal Rumble? Sooner or later, she you're gonna have all she's doing is getting her steps in. Lacey Evans push. It's they're coming. trying. This sophisticated lady. That's all. I, she's so, getting rid of. She's just putting all these nasties on notice. So you walk down and you walk back and wait. She's waving. Oh, well, like a distinguished lady would. Well, you did see what I think is going to be her first feud is Nat got rubbed the wrong way. Rubbed the wrong... Well, Nat's a veteran. A wire, wiry veteran. Wirely. Wiry. Wiry veteran. Uh, Say it. Wiry. Wiry. Uh, we recapped Triple H and Batista thing, and we didn't get to talk about that. How do you like that for Triple H's WrestleMania match? Uh, listen, Triple H, you're old. He instantly is a good guy, though. Quit making matches. Instantly a good guy. He's not a yes, good guy in this. And it's not Triple H. He's got, he's got Paul. He's Paul. Dave versus Paul. Right. Dave getting busted, if you know what I mean. Blue Tista. Uh, the SNL guys... Hey, this is what happened. You should call... If you don't want to see Dave Batista, I don't. Call Marvel and tell him to make... Get another freaking movie. Make Guardians 3, because... Get him out of here. But he could be standing in this room right now, and we don't know. No, yeah, well, he's mastered the art of standing really still. Right. We need to get one of those, like, cat spritzers and... So Spray the walls. Yeah, to see if he's standing around. The SNL guys on Raw were stupid. Yeah. What do, what do they need him for? Because they're going to be some type of hosts at WrestleMania. Great. Great. 
great. Useless. So now Triple H does talk about everything, and he said the same thing we just said. As I said, we're bouncing. We're happy to be back together, but Mark's notes are just getting thrown against the wall. The hell with Mark's notes. We're just going, man. So we recap Rhonda and Becky. We're great. Rhonda. Rhonda. Talks worse than these glasses and beers and any, like... Talk worse than Roman. I'm drunk, and I talk better than her sometimes. Oh, yeah. No, she stutters, and she's mad, and... I don't understand it. Like, I don't know. So, they're trying to write better storylines, and then they just throw all storylines out the window for Ronda. Yep. Which we're going to get to at the end. Well, yeah, we'll get to it at the end of this, because that's when Ronda comes out and blows everything. Well, this is where Becky is now not suspended anymore. Yeah. And it's still going to be Becky and Flair. And they invited Becky to Rob to sign a no-harm contract yeah if you're hurt it doesn't matter you can still have the match you just can't sue us anymore right so i i don't know heavy machinery beats everybody yay uh the snl guys are in the back hey one thing i do want to say is there was two iwc sightings in your boy no way jose conga line oh yeah mambo italiano mambo that's Teresa's favorite yeah well well, she did love him in clearfield when we were in clearfield Teresa loved mambo italiano and PB Smooth was in it, the big, the big guy at the end. Yeah, he uh, two IWC sightings. So it's great to see them. You, they're not on the show, but they're on the show. Right. They're at least in the presence of WWE, so they can pick brains of people. Cool, cool. Uh, Mambo's got a great story too. I'm trying to get him for one of the spotlight shows. We're booked until the end of April with spotlights. It's That's amazing. Awesome. That's OVW, uh, Britt Baker's coming up next week. Whoa! Whoa. Subtle drop in there. Subtle. Ray Lynn is coming back. Uh, we got a lot of stuff going on with those spotlights, and they're phenomenal. I love them. I, I really do. So Charlotte's in the back, and she says she's better than a man, and she'll win the title, yada, yada, yada. More on that at the end of the show. Bra, 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 bra. Elias was freaking spot on ripping philadelphia apart just saying how the flyers suck how the eagles suck how bryce harper is gonna hate that he signed with the phillies in five years i'm from philadelphia i'm from pennsylvania and i don't like the steelers but i'm also a cowboys fan so i'll agree with the eagles sucking i'm also a pens fan so i'll agree with the flyers sucking Go easy on my Phillies, though, bud. So you're all excited about Bryce Harper. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped for Bryce Harper being in Philly. We're going to take a pause then for a minute from wrestling, and this is... I don't know. We don't have to do that, because I don't know much about baseball. No, I just want to tell you something. It has just been said on an MLB, a very prominent MLB chat, that Bryce Harper is now talking to Mike Trout to have him come... To Philadelphia next Look year. At that. Can't that's he's still in contract, so right. there's you know ramifications that could come from that. But uh, that would be amazing. I mean, I, I don't like the uh, the Phillies whatsoever. Helen is now uh, a Phillies fan. Oh, because McCutcheon went there. The Cutch. But nonetheless, how about that? If Trout and Harper on the same team, right? Yeah, you have no idea what I'm talking about. No idea what you're talking about. Um. So, after Elias beats the snot out of Dean, he gets some company in the ring with him. 
and it's Drew and Corbin. Yeah, the, the bad shield. The bad shield comes out. And did Elias kind of just join them? Can we call them the Paw Patrol? Yes. They can be the Paw Patrol. There we go. Only for a couple weeks because they're going to be done. Yeah. They're going to be done. So the Paw Patrol comes out and they start mollywomping on Dean and and all by himself. And here comes... It's shield time. Yep. And they come out and they take out four people like it was trash. Like a hot knife through butter. Done. Done. And they look at Dean, and they walk away from Dean until they get to the top of the ramp, and they do the old turn around, look at like the Undertaker, and Dean's like, "What you talking about, Willis? Like you felt a connection, like something maybe was going to happen." Wait, but when did they they, they ended up doing the Shield trilogy in Not, the ring? That was later. Was it? Why was it later? That was later. I don't think it was later, bud. Yeah. It was. Mm. Oh, they beat on him early. Yeah, nonetheless. There you go. Yeah, nonetheless. They beat on him early. And then, yeah. Then they do Fists of Fury. Yeah. All in. All in. Wonderful. The shield is... All in. Back. And then when we come back from a commercial, guess what happens? The match has already been signed. It's Drew and Bob... And Corbin against the Shield. It was signed. You obviously weren't paying attention when it all happened because it was signed while the Shield was still in the ring. Oh, so instantly, instantly, boom. like this is gonna happen. Wow. Yeah, WWE blew it there again. Wait three segments. All right. Wait, I mean, this happened early. Wait a couple more segments. Right. We, guys, happen. we love wrestling. Just sell it a little bit better. Right. Just sell it a little. I mean, we know it's going to happen. Just sell it a little bit better. Oh, I can't wait for a few seconds here. Just that sell it a little bit better. But we're talking about Tamina and Sasha right now. Tamina with Nia against Sasha and Bailey, And Sasha has the, the bank statement on Tamina, but Nia gets involved. Bailey gets tossed aside. Back in the ring. Tamina, boom, big super kick. Lights out, Sasha. Your girl goes down with a pin. Is this... No. Things to come, Mark? This isn't, this isn't things to come. They find Things the, to come, Mark? We'll talk about it when we get the fast lane. It's not. Are they things to come, no, Mark? not yet. Not yet. More about... Michael Shea and yeah, but Colin this, Jost. 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 But, uh... Jost. He asks Braun if it's real. And Braun gives him those hands. Oh, that's what you get? For the whole commercial break, he has him choked up against the wall. This is unbelievable. This guy How did a, he die? He didn't. He didn't need to die. He did. Oh, okay. There is no killing comedy. Uh, welcome back to the bad puns. Welcome back. Uh, revival uh, against Ricochet and Black. And this was for the titles. This was for the titles. And it was a disqualification because... Uh, the glorious guys made their way down. Yeah. So what's that set up, Mark? A match of a triple threat form. At Fastlane. Fast so your revival is going to get the cut, killed again. Yeah. Yeah, I, I will Burn. guarantee you one of the other teams wins the title. I just don't know who yet. Here we go. Now we're on it. Now we're on it. Steph comes out with the women's title and she says, listen, the match is going to be for the title at Cleveland at Fastlane. Becky against Charlotte. Boom. And then running... 
from the parking lot, you have uh, the Black Panther. Rhonda is pissed. She gets to the ring after the break and says, I never quit. I never vacated the title. What the hell? Well, if they just signed this match, how can you just hand the title back to Rhonda? That, they didn't sign it yet. Oh, so this wasn't signed. They already had the graphic, but they didn't sign them. Right. Oh, so two different things happened. Two different things happened. It all hell breaks loose. So, yeah, oh, Rhonda just attacks Becky, and Charlotte runs away. Yeah, she runs fast. Smart. Right? Why would you get involved in that? That's your competition. Let her beat on her. And she did. She let her beat the snot out of her. But Becky got up. Becky got up and she was fine. Hobbled around. Hobbled around with that wonderful injury that she sells sometime good. No, Becky sells better than Rhonda sells. Yeah, but then she's and then when she's know, jumping I, on it. I know that we don't we don't look we don't really talk about stuff that goes on outside of the ring. Like Twitter and stuff like that. But have you seen some of Ronda Rousey's Instagram posts and tweets? She was, uh, Instagram, she was saying she's done. She doesn't need this freaking job. Right. She's done. She's got the money. Take it and stick it up your arse. And then, but, like, how she said that wrestling is just, no, people aren't selling it. Becky's mug shots were fake. Like, why, why, you're killing the KFAB. Like, yeah. you're killing it. It's been dead, but at least let some of us 41, 30-some-year-olds hold on to it as long as we can. Right, but, like, I can remember watching this, and I followed the stories more than I followed the matches most of the time because it was more, enter- it made it more entertaining. Right. So, you're this UFC champion wants everything to be real. Like, I'm just tired of Ronda. Get her out of it. She's ruining wrestling. It's just like Brock Lesnar. Ruining the universal title. Right. Oh, I agree. Over and over again. If you're not going to have somebody sell it, then get them out. I, I think Ronda leaves for a while. couple months break after Mania. Hopefully she goes back down to... NXT to train or yeah. anywhere. Anywhere. Anywhere to train. But this is a side note, and it's now set up, Paul. I know the women have been jumping back and forth. Well, several women have now jumping back and forth between... Raw and SmackDown, uh, have you noticed that all the horsewomen are now all on Raw? Yeah. Consistently. Consistently. Which this, I think, is going to is going to give Ronda's girls a few more months to get, you know, set, do some big stuff. Ronda takes a break, gets pissed off about how the women are doing, and SummerSlam prediction, it will be horsewomen against horsewomen. That's... That's the match they're setting up for. This way you give Ronda some time off. Because she, legit, I mean, nothing, I hate her. But she has worked for a year. She legit has worked for a year. Um, yeah, she didn't take very many days off. No. I'll she is that. She is doing house shows and stuff. So, good, good, get her some time off. And bring the women's division back up. And then, maybe the title doesn't need to be on Flair or Becky. And it sets up. A four-on-four between the real horsewomen and Rhonda's horsewomen. Mm. Yeah? You don't like that beer. No, this beer's not that great. Nice. We're going to muscle through her, bud. We are. Maybe not five for Bundy on this one, but... All right, we're on to SmackDown. And you have a lot to say. You were pissed about SmackDown. Well, I was not really pissed about SmackDown, but... So we started out with Daniel Bryan coming out and calling out 
Kevin Owens. I'm pissed that they took this away from Kofi. I think it sets up for a bigger match for Kofi. I hope so. It better. But do you think Kofi wins it at Mania? Because that's where we're heading. Right. I don't know. But he shouldn't have got this one taken away from him. No, he shouldn't have. He shouldn't have, but that's just the show Vince is back and he's got the biggest set of balls compared to anybody. Yeah, I just thought this was a really bad idea with all things considered. I'm glad Kevin Owens is back. Yeah, it's nice to see him back. And he looks like he's in better shape. What do you think about... Well, I guess we'll go into that when the match happens, but... Okay. Uh, it, it sets up that Owens is taking on Rowan later on after there's a bit of a scuffle. So the Usos, uh, Jay's going to take on The Miz, and there's banter back and forth between them before the match starts, and... Oh, I'm sick of this feud. What's the matter, Oos? You, you tired of this? Um, I'm done with this. This is locked down. Because I know what's coming next. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm going to be excited for WrestleMania. Pat Lupino is going to be sitting up in the nosebleed section wishing he was back in Hagerstown <laughs> watching it on WWE Network because it's not set up for a great WrestleMania yet. No, I haven't seen anything that I'm excited about. I mean, we know it's going to be triple threat, Becky, Flair, and Ronda, but... We're pissed about that, too. Yeah, we're not excited about that. Which, oh, Maggie's not happy about it, either. Maggie's pissed. Uh, Usos get involved, Shane gets involved, and Miz hits his finisher for the win, setting up for much later. Flair comes out and is in the back, and she says she wants to have a friendly discussion with Becky later on. He's really excited that you're here. He is really. He miss- missed you. He's wagging his tail more than he has in three weeks. He likes company on Wednesdays. So, a friendly conversation between Charlotte and... Friendly. Air quotes. Friendly. There's never friendly conversations between the two ex-best friends. Right. That we hear about every time that they're in the same ring. They used to be best of buds. Were they? They used to be. Did you know Pat Lano was at WrestleMania 1? No, I didn't know that. Oh, he never told you that story. Nope, I missed that one so far. Oh, son of a gun. So, our truth is out with Mel, and I really loved these... Yeah, I've already ruined it. I really loved these open challenges by R-Truth. You loved them. I loved them. He's taking on Samoa, Almas, and Ray tonight in a fatal four-way. And he loses the title to Joe. And new! Well, finally Joe gets a title, though. I'm happy that Joe got a title. I really am. The Almas-Ray thing needs to be a legit match, and it is, I think, on the pre-show at Fastlane. It is the pre-show at Fastlane. Which is going to be better than a hell of a lot of other matches at Fastlane. You're probably correct. And it would have been fun to see R-Truth against Cena. I'd have to agree with you. Because he was just the Cena, Cena, Cena. Have him answer the open challenge. I know, right? That would have been perfect. Mania. That would have been even perfect, because John Cena needs a WrestleMania moment. And it would have just been funny. Everybody was behind it. Does R-Truth get the match, the title back before Mania? Yeah, probably. That sucked for Joe, then. Because Joe deserves a title. Joe don't does, get me wrong. He does deserve a title, but I don't... I would... Joe deserves the main title. He does. But wouldn't you love to see Kofi with it for a little bit? For a little bit. I mean, it, there's just, Again... This is where there's just way too many people. Yes. And that's the downfall, but it's awesome. So this was a great match. This really was a great match. And I had a great Scott Steiner, 96 and two-thirds percent, that R-Truth is going to lose it. And then he actually does. Because 
it hopes, I thought, at the beginning, our truth is going to find a way to win this match. And he didn't. So my whole joke about Scott Steiner and his horrible math sucked. <laughs> Just done. So we're back to NXT, and Black and Ricochet are going to take on the bar. Why? Why now? This is why I don't understand. Great, you want him on the show. Have him fight anybody in a singles match. Why are they fighting the bar when they already have a Raw Tag Team title match coming up on Fastlane? Yeah, why don't you use Heavy Machinery? They're on Raw. Thank God. They're not on SmackDown. Oh, they're not on both? No. I didn't know if they were traveling to both. No, they're on Raw. Thank God. But why Why give them a bar? What, you know, just for Rusev and Shinsuke to come out, and then the Hardy Boys to come out. Uh, oh, welcome back, Hardy Boys, by the way. Yeah, last week. Um, Rusev sent a tweet out, and I do want to mention this one, is we usually don't, but Rusev, somebody said, I'm so happy to see Rusev back on SmackDown. He answered it back today, it might be your last time. Ooh. Some dissension there. Yeah. He's not happy with what's going on. He's he's made it public. I can't I can't see any wrestler in WWE being very happy about what's going on. Well, that's why a couple teams got tag team titles real effing quick. Because everything is so sporadic. Right. You know, the revival said, We're out. AEW looks great. Oh, here's the titles. Yeah. Uh Usos, you know, Usos got drunk and got you know, an altercation. Oh, here's the titles. What's going on? Uh, Vince just going to keep overpaying and ruining talent. So your girl, Mandy. I want to note that I said Rusev and we still didn't get the Rusev day because Paul knows that he's pretty much on the way out. I'm on, I, I don't want to be excited about it. So Mandy with Sonya takes on Naomi. And how about Mandy getting the old uh, gold dust entrance? Yeah. No, not Mandy. the whole, and just the, the, the film. Gold, the, the gold filter. The filter. That's, it's a gold filter. Right. And it's gold because dust. Because she's gold. It's gold dust. No, it's not gold dust. Mm-hmm. No, it's not gold dust. I'm sure there was a gold filter before gold dust. Who? Ric Flair used to have like a sparkly filter. That's not gold. That's sparkly. Whatever. It's a filter. And this match was quick. Real, Real quick. quick. And Mandy and wins. My girl Mandy gets some dubs. Sonya got involved a little bit, but all right. AJ's in the back saying, hey, everybody have title opportunities, this, that, and the other thing. They're setting up for a match. I wouldn't doubt if this gets thrown on Fastlane as well because this is the second time that Randy Orton peeked in and said, it's been 15, it took you 15 years to get here. Uh, I see why now. Because AJ's just giving props to everybody, but Randy Orton still hates everybody. Right. Randy hates everybody. Everybody. Now... We are to the main event match. Not the main event segment. Main event match. And it's Owens against Rowan. And it went on for a bit. Daniel got involved. Mustafa Ali returns. Welcome to the party, Mustafa Ali. Do you think he's pissed because Kofi took his spot? Well, what else is he going to do? Somebody had to take his spot. Right. So... Who knows what's going to happen there? We'll find K- out in Fastlane, I'm sure. KO using the stunner as his finisher? Yeah, what do you think of that? I don't know. You don't like the pop? I missed the pop-up powerbomb. Yeah. Um, maybe it's still because he's healthy, but he's not 100%. That could be it. But do you think jarring your ass off the ground is going to be the best way to 
get healthier? Probably not. I didn't think so I, either. I, but it's a good stunner. That is a good stunner. You know, it is, it's not a stone-cold stunner. No, but it's a stunner. But it's a good stunner compared to some that we've seen. Right. But you now have Randy Orton with the RKO and now Kevin Owens with a stunner. Well, we had DDP with the But they weren't on the same show. Right. Right. I understand that, but, you know. Do you? Because you didn't pick up what I was laying down. On the same show. Yeah, well, after I told you. Right. I I understood it, but I'm just saying it was... It's a transition move that, like, look at how many people use the super kick to finish people. Oh, everybody uses a super kick now. Now it's not even a finisher. No, it's just a super kick. Yeah, I mean, Tamina hits it for the love of God, who I think is one of the worst. Uh, Well, she at least she doesn't have to jump off the top rope after she hits it. Yeah, thank God (laughs) that's over. All right, Uh, Flair Becky to end the show, (laughs) and they battle. Of course, they were going to battle. We seen that coming. Yeah, it was friendly though. Yeah, it's a little banter. So, all right, we're going to transition right into Fastlane. Then I will do OVW report, and then we'll do Garbage Dip. But, all right, Fastlane. We got we got our pick. So what I got written down is pre-show, Andrade versus Ray. Almost wins. Oh, well. Is I... this for beer? Yeah. You're, we're square now that you brought this triple nickel distillery tropical dream stuff. Tropical dream. We'll be gone by the time you come around to the next show. Uh... Where are we You're going next? Do, wait, you took Ray? Yeah, I took Ray. Why? I don't know. Almas still needs pushes. Yeah. Ray doesn't need anything. No, but why would they push Almas on a pre-show? Nobody's going to watch that. I I am. Well, yeah, like I said, nobody's going to watch that. All right, you can just Sm- pick matches. SmackDown Women's Championship. Mandy versus Oscar. Side note, Oscar uh, got a little dinged up. In Michigan, yeah, from she's a, kind of hurt, kind of a botched. Uh, nobody's blaming Mandy. Nobody's blaming Oscar. Just shit happens. Yeah, and but I don't no no way Oscar's keeping the title to Mania. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go with my girl. Wow, Mandy. Okay. Uh, raw raw tag team titles triple threat match: Ricochet and Alistair Black versus Glorious Guys versus the Revival. Who are your champions? I'm not saying the revival, but I'm also not saying NXT because I don't know how long this spotlight is going to last. Because you really need Ricochet and Aleister Black for NXT Takeover, whatever the hell it's called, Brooklyn. You know, yeah, but you Bronx. don't because they don't have any titles. It doesn't matter. They're going to sell a show better, so I am going to say the Glorious Guys turn and are bad now. Or bad glorious guys. Yes. I'm staying with the revival. Good for you. Ah, uh, SmackDown tag team titles: McMiz versus the Oos. What do you got, Oos? Oos wins. This sets up for the Miz Shane match at WrestleMania that we are all going to turn wait off the TVs and for. see. Lovely, because I think Miz's dad punches McMahon in the face or something. Oh wow! Yeah. Because he's going to be there. It's in Cleveland. Something's, you don't win titles in your hometown either, by the way. No, you don't. Women's tag team titles. Samoa SWAT sisters, which they have a different name now, but that's the one I remember. The Samoan Slaughterhouse. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Versus the Legit Huggers. Well, I got Bailey on today. We're staying with the Legit Huggers. They find a way to win because... Guys, it's going to be Trish and Lita against the Legit Huggers. Yeah, well, I knew that. With, that's been teased for months now. <sighs> Becky and Charlotte for the triple threat match at Mania. 
if you don't pick Becky, you're probably going to get suspended for 60 yeah, weeks. Yeah, you're an idiot. 60 weeks. Not days. Weeks. weeks. That's well, like a year and a half. That's, I'm all right with that. You, what? You'll miss me while I'm gone. What? You know who's going to miss you? Miggs. Right. Who's got to go out again. He's He's got a weak bladder today. WWE title. Kevin Owens versus Daniel Bryan. Bryant. Bryant still wins. Yeah. Why? Why or how does Kevin roll right in and win it? I don't understand why he's even in it either. Right. I'm glad he's back, like we said, but... Alright. And supposedly there's another match, the oh. she- the Paw Patrol versus Shield. Shield wins. And it sets up uh, a match for Roman at WrestleMania to kind of dispense of all his past duties uh, to get him back into getting the title soon. So basically we have three matches that will make or break this. So and that's Andrade. And what else? Mandy versus Asuka and the Raw Tag Team titles. All right. That's how it's going to be. And that's got a six-pack riding on it. Yeah. Great. Deal. Great. I don't, can you afford a six-pack? Not right now. I'm off work for six weeks. What? Again? I've been off work for six weeks. All right. OVW report. So the OVW report is for OVW 1020. Folks, that's pretty much a milestone. Not many other shows have gone 1,020 episodes. One of the longest shows legitimately on TV, just around. So uh, kudos to OVW for keeping this going. This episode was before last week's Super Show with Impact which you can watch this Saturday on Global Wrestling Network. So no spoilers for those of us that have not seen it yet. Uh, We'll start right into last week's show. Again, Saturday, uh, we will talk. We won't talk about it, but I will remind you again on Friday that you can watch it on the Global Wrestling Network that is by Impact, guys. All right, so the show starts off with a TV gauntlet. Zoe comes out, he's a champ, he's taken on Crimson. Zoe beat down Crimson early, but he missed his Zoe bomb. Crimson took advantage of that, got the win. Instantly, Maximus Khan comes out, and with a corkscrew clothesline, Khan wins. Out next is Jax Dane. Dane eliminates Maximus during the commercial break, but when we come back, Leonis Khan takes on Gain. Dane and wins with a flipping clothesline. So both guys from the War Kings are defeated by King's Ransom. They need their tag team title shot and they need it PDQ. Uh, Continuing with the gauntlet, Smooth comes out to take on Leonis and Street Justice from Smooth gives him the win. And now it's the final match. Colton Cage with Danny. Guys, that's a storyline you need to continue to follow because Danny used to be Dustin Jackson's girlfriend. Why is she hanging out with Colton Cage? Nonetheless, this match was unbelievable. These two are great workers, and I cannot, cannot repeat myself enough to tell you how much I love Justin Smooth's Sweet Spine Buster. It's amazing. I said Arn Anderson had the best spine buster. Smooth is right behind him. Uh, and Smooth looks like he's getting a win. OVE comes out and causes a distraction. Cage hits the scissor kick for the win and is your new TV champ. 
But Dustin Jackson comes out and makes his return because the cops brought him back. Unhandcuffs him, and he just comes to the ring and is laying knuckles on Colton Cage. Refs had to come out and break it up. Uh, it's going to lead to a cage match in the near future. The It Girls are in the back, and Jay Lee is still pissed off at Callie, which I don't know if you guys noticed. Callie made a little bit of a entrance during our intro. She called out Paul wanting to know who invited you. Um, Jay Lee's just mad that Callie still took her title. And they look like they were going to scuffle, but all of a sudden, the warlord of weird, Sin Bodhi, walks through and scares the bejesus out of the It Girls. Man, I hope they're all right. Uh, I really like the It Girls. I hope, you know, Sin Bodhi didn't get to them, you know, after he left, after the cameras rolled. I just want to make sure my girls are all right. You know, Callie, Valerie, Jay Lee, just checking on you. Guys, send me an email or something to make sure you're all right. Uh, Simbodi takes on KTD. And after seeing Simbodi, uh, guys, we're going to talk about WrestleRex on our live show. Um, but we saw Simbodi in Pittsburgh. This guy is unbelievable. I, I knew what to expect watching this you know, prior to, uh, after, I mean, after going to WrestleRex in Pittsburgh, Simbodi's strange, uh, I, I don't know. He, he's just innovative, weird. That's why he's a warlord of weird. But, uh, some of his moves, he chokeslammed himself onto KTD. And he, he tickled him to get him out. He made KTD hit himself. And then what he calls Tallulah Bell, which is like a Dirty Deeds type of DDT, that's how he won the match. So, uh, unbelievable. Guys, if you have not seen a Sin Bodhi match, please find them. They're fun. They are just, uh, just that something extra. He, uh, he goes beyond. It, it, it's, he's a great worker. He tells a great story with his weirdness. Uh, we saw him fight Beastman in Pittsburgh that John and I will talk about on our live show uh, on Thursday night. Uh, there was an interview with Sammy Callahan and OVE, and he says he's the reason why Clash in the Bluegrass sold out. He, sell, he sells tickets, is pretty much what he was saying. Talk about Tony Gunn meeting him at a comic book shop, and all hell broke loose there. And he pretty much just mocked the OVW crowd. And then they left. They just hightailed it out of there. And then this match was extremely brutal. Guys, unbelievable the carnage. Crazy Steve took on, took on Chase in a casket match. And Amon made an appearance. Chase was in the casket for a while, looking like he was going to be out. But all of a sudden, he pulls a fork out of, I don't know, his pocket or if it was in the casket. And he hits him right in the nuggets, taking a fork in the nuggets. Yeah, uh, yep, a low blow, if you want to call it that. But a fork in the nuggets, that's that's rough. Amon comes back out. Crazy Steve tries to hit him with the mist, but he actually hits Amon, so that eliminates Amon. Uh, Chase gets the plastic bag that put him on the shelf for a little bit, wraps it around Crazy Steve's head, and chokes him out. Tosses him in the casket, closes the door, and Crazy Steve is out of here. 
Uh, as we're heading to the end of the show, OVE beats the living hell out of OVW, steals Tony Gunn's belt, and is headed to clash in the bluegrass. Folks, like I said, uh, I've tagged it on Facebook. If you have not watched it yet, make sure you go to Global Wrestling Network this Saturday night and watch Clash Clash in the Bluegrass. Uh, It's amazing. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with everything. I don't know. It's just been crazy. Wrestling. A love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand. The wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. Mark, it's my favorite time of the show. Mm-hmm. But first, let's go through the sponsors. Pro Printing and Office, 814-834-3006. Give Dave, call, Dave all a call. Swanson's Auto Body and Customs, beer man, 814-389-2294. He'll fix cars, but he buys us beer. Check out his podcast. I heard that he got on Buzzsprout. Yeah, Total Auto Body and Customs. There you go. Give him a listen. Collarandelbow.com. Hats, hoodies, sweatshirts, wrestling jackets, hoodies, whatever you want they got. If you buy something at the end when you're checking out, type in OVW for 10% off. Yep, more in the works. Still, still got the, the fingers going with OVW. Excited for oh, some big news. Some big news later, later on. But right? more of that after a while. Oh, a much of a Facebook, while. Instagram, Twitter. We're Can Crusher sixty nine. The uh, yeah, we'll talk about that probably next week. Oh, what we were getting more? No, we're doing less. We're gonna eliminate one. Oh, no more tweeters. Yeah, it's we're just not getting anything from it. We don't do anything on it anyway. So, are you gonna tell them what our email address is? Email cancrushers69 at gmail.com. Guys, uh, I, I asked for last week who would play me in my biopic because Ric Flair's got one, Hogan's got one. Uh, I got a couple, but Joe Pesci was the one that stood out that would play me in the Can Crusher biopic. Joe Pesci. Yeah, I, I laughed. I was thinking Danny DeVito. That would be all right too. I was <laughs> either one. Devito wasn't up. There was some rough names. Oh yeah, but Pesci was. Which there. was the roughest? None. None. Come on, let us no, know. I'm not going to say it because Gary I Busey would play me. Oh my. <laughs> oh my. Web page <laughs> https colon backsplash backsplash cancrusher sixty nine dot wixsite dot com backsplash cancrushers. There's blogs and stuff on there. Go read them. Boxcast, Overcast, Alexa, Stitcher, Buzzsprout, Bullhorn, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and then of course we always, every Thursday night at 7 o'clock till 8, we have our live show, which is on Blog Radio. Grab your pen and paper, write this number down, 563-999-3462. 
That's how you get a hold of us. Guys, this week, I really want call-ins because we are going to have an hour dedicated, well, not the whole hour because we were going to talk a little bit about WrestleRex that John and I got to partake in last week, which was freaking amazing. Amazing. But uh, this week on the live show, we want to know your Mount Rushmore of wrestling. Ooh, Ooh nice topic, huh? It is a nice topic. So think about that for a day and give us a phone call in. We're begging you for phone calls because uh, it's fun. We'll leave you on the line for a little bit. If you want to continue to listen on your phone, you can, or you can jump on the old interweb and listen to it that way as well on the post that I always put up on our Facebook page. Nailed it! All right, Mark, hit the music. It's hit. Your garbage tip of the week. Garbage tips have been uh, rough, but last week I got a little heated, so I'm going to simmer down. Oh, did you get a little mad last week? I did get a little. Actually, the last two weeks is I was doing the driving up Bootjack because people have been off, so I've had to take the morning routes, and I don't like driving in the morning. But the garbage tip of the week is just this simple. It has been a beaten dead horse. Guys. Boxes. It has been windier than God knows what the last couple days. If it's not at least taped together. Tear them down. Tear them down. Put them in a bag. Yeah. Uh, Up on one of the hills, we were chasing boxes, styrofoam, everything. If you know it's really light and it's March, which, you know, comes in like a lion, leaves like a lamb... The wind is crazy. This coming in like a snow tiger. Right? It's horrid. We were on one street today for 15 minutes chasing stuff because if we didn't pick it up out of somebody's yard that it wasn't theirs, it was a guy two streets over, we'd get a phone call that we're horrible garbage men. If it's light. we already know that. Quit calling and telling us. Yeah. Thanks. Eye opening. Woo. Just put it in the bag. Put Put it in a bag. I have boxes every week. I put them in one bag. One bag. It's light. I don't care about throwing another bag because it's light. They're boxes. Right. If they're soaked, guess what? They're staying. They're staying. There was one froze to somebody's steps today. Must have put it out last week when we left. And it stayed. It stayed because he couldn't, one of the other garbage men could not pry it up. He tried his damnedest, kicked it, this, that, and the other. But he just couldn't pick it up. It was froze. Kicked one one time and there was a bowling ball in it. Huge mistake. How the hell do you... It must have been a big box to have a bowling ball in it. Well, not... I mean, the box is kind of... Not a bounty box. Oh, well, yeah. But this was a bigger (coughs) box. I kicked it and there was a bowling ball in it. Regrets. Mistakes were made that day. Mistakes were made that day. I'm going to choke to death real quick because I got... A swallower of a bad beer. <laughs> it's still going down rough. Whoa. Ethan's out of school. He just wants to tell me that right Imagine now. wrestling March 9th in Altoona. <laughs> That's this Saturday. Uh, Bob Backlund and the Raging Bull Manny Fernandez will be there. We as well will be there. We actually ended up being uh, a minor sponsor Nice of this. So we are going to get some props. Special guests. Special guests. Mark's going to be there. Paul's got football. 
Yep. Well, he's got a powerlifting competition Saturday and then football on Sunday, so. We have, March is booked for us. Uh, IWC March 16th. Yeah. In Elizabeth. This is a huge event, and we'll talk about this actually when we get down to it. Uh, title versus title, first time ever. First time ever. Britt Baker will also be there, possible last time in IWC, depending. Wait, if she wins, doesn't she get a spot in the Super Indie Tournament? Right, but I'm saying possible. That's why I said po- that's the word possible, Paul. That's well, what I means. was trying to give the people reason to go, because you might <laughs> see the first... Would this be the first time ever that a woman's been <coughs> in a Super Indie Tournament? Yes. What is going on? Right? It, it, it's going to be huge. And it will also be DJ Z's last event ever in IWC. Wow. A whole bunch of stuff going on in IWC. Yeah, it's getting crazy. Then we have... Asylum Wrestling in Clearfield, Pennsylvania on March 23rd. Yeah. Uh, we're still gathering the herd to see who's all going to this one, but... Uh, before too long, Crazy will be on the show, and you'll be able to hear him regurgitate anything that he wants to talk about. Well, that's what Crazy does. But I miss Shay. You should miss Shay. Uh, I know you can't attend either one of those because of football, which makes me sad. But uh, this one, you pretty much are I'm going, to, in. going to attend. Most, most likely I'm in. This event is going to take place on May 10th. It's a Friday night in Lamont Furnace, Pennsylvania at the Stronghold Arena. It's called From Ashes, and it's a benefit for Sean Phoenix. Uh, all money raised there that night will go to Sean, who took a nasty fall a few months back at an IWC event, and all money is going to go to him, help with his medical expenses. Uh, we are already in talks to continue to promote this out the wazoo because we're wrestling fans. Sean did this wrestling for us. Uh, so what we can do is help him out. Yeah, help him out and do whatever we can to help sell tickets, to help pay. And I hope they run out of tickets. I hope that there's a fire marshal that has to shut the thing down after he gets his money because we have way too many people in the arena right? or whatever. Guys, if there's one event that, um, no disrespect to any other, OVW, IWC, Asylum, imagine anything. If there's one event in May that you can go to, go to Rise from Ashes, the benefit for Sean Phoenix. Guys, he busts his ass for us. So please help him out and let's repay him by uh, helping him a lot because this means a ton to him for medical expenses. Paul's instantly taking a picture now. We're going to have a picture before he leaves. Holy goddamn. Yeah, sorry, bud. Um, You know how time constraints go because I'm a busy man, so I'm going to have to leave. And remember, just because you're garbage doesn't mean you can't do great things. It's called a garbage can, Mark. Not a garbage cannot. It's just because you're trash, Paul. It doesn't matter. Garbage and trash is the same damn thing. Fast lane this weekend. Boy, I missed you too. Bye. Bye. Bye.